Welcome to the Newtown Business Association's Business School Podcast. Our goal is to help you make the most of your business by providing you with information and advice from fellow NBA members. I'm your host, Rodney Warner. Thank you for joining us with the Newtown Business Association Business School Podcast. I'm Rodney Warner, and today's topic is going to be employee benefits. And our guest today is Mike Kerwan. He's the president of the Kerwan Companies. Thank you for coming. Good morning, Rodney, and good morning to my friends at Newtown Business Association. Glad to be here this morning and hope everybody is doing well and staying safe. Why don't you tell us about yourself? Well, I've been in the uh, employee benefits and uh, finance business for over 40 years. I've also been in the uh, Langhorne Newtown area for over 20 years. And I actually started uh, my career working predominantly with physicians. I uh, represented the entire state of New Jersey's Medical Society for about 15 years, also represented Bucks County Medical Society, and that was primarily on the employee benefit side, and later when I was involved with the uh, Bucks County Medical Society, it was very much about HSA programs, which I know we'll speak about uh, later on uh, this morning. Uh, But it's uh, been very interesting. We uh, have been very blessed to have been involved with many clients who appreciate our services. We work very hard to keep them that way. And uh, thankfully, our retention is well in excess of 95%. So we're very proud of that. Tell us what are employee benefits? Well, it's a very interesting question because employee benefits typically, by virtue of an employer, are usually looked at as being strictly health insurance, disability, life insurance, uh, things of that nature. Uh, What always struck me was the fact that uh, they seem to make a dichotomy between employee benefits and retirement plan benefits, although in my world, that's really one and the same. And I think that's what makes us a bit unique from the standpoint that we actually handle both. Why should an employer offer employee benefits? Well, there's several reasons for the employer to do so. Uh, Probably the uh, most important reason is a, a attraction of new employees. Uh, retention of those employees, and of course, ultimately for the self-serving reason of being able to buy benefits for themselves on a broader scale than what they'd otherwise be eligible to do on an individual basis, in addition to being able to have the benefit of a tax deduction for doing so. How does an employer offer the best benefits at the lowest cost? Well, that's an ev- a very strange conundrum because it's a dichotomy, isn't it? Uh, you can't have the very best for the cheapest. It just doesn't work that way in life. Uh, you get what you pay for in most cases. So it really becomes a question of what's their perception of best? What's their perception of cost? And at the end of the day, the real story is what's your bottom line? What amount of money are you willing to allocate? And then we can talk about the services that you want to provide and we whittle it down from there. Because at the end of the day, it's always about the bottom line in terms of how much money am I willing to spend. If a NBA member's budget is limited, what do you think are the most important benefits to offer? Well, if it's an absolute limited benefit, they probably don't have the ability to offer benefits. Uh, if we go to the next notch up, then it's all about the employer and what can he or she do for his or her own family. And then by extension, If there's additional dollars, then you can talk about the employee. Based on your experience, what are the more common 
benefit mistakes that employers make? Well, there's actually several. Uh, first of all, very few of them have an employer handbook. A handbook is designed to basically tell everybody uh, who they hire what the ground rules are for the office, for vacation time, for termination. Are they an at-will employee? If an employer wishes to fire me, uh, they don't really need to have any kind of a reason. So I think that's very important. In addition to that, uh, when they're installing employee benefits, one of the real big things that we emphasize with our clients is, I don't care what plan you're going into, please make sure you check your providers. Make sure that those providers, doctors, hospitals, et cetera, are in the network uh, of the plan that you're choosing. Otherwise, you're going to have problems, and we don't want you to have surprises later on. Uh, employers typically don't provide their employees with something in writing that says, here's how much we're going to take out of your paycheck. I mean, a good example would be uh, we get hired and we're told that our salary is XYZ or our employee benefits are whatever they are. And oh, by the way, you're going to pay $20 a pay for your health insurance. And you simply say yes. And they go about taking money out of your paycheck. The problem with that is that if I have nothing in writing, and you're a disgruntled employee 10 years from now, you decide you want to leave and you go see Rodney Esquire, then you could have a problem. And Rodney being a sharp attorney would say to very simply, had you ever signed anything that attested to the fact that you're willing to have money taken out of your paycheck? Oh, I don't even remember that discussion. Okay, fine. How would you like to get your money back? Boy, that would be great. So, I mean, those are the issues. What do you think are common benefit mistakes that employees make? Well, again, like the employer, they fail to check their doctors. They're told to do so in many cases, in most cases, hopefully, uh, and they don't bother to check. So that becomes an issue. And I think for the most part, that's the singular problem that we see, in addition to the fact that they don't take advantage of some of the voluntary benefits that are maybe offered by their employer. And during your time, you know, working in the benefits area, what are the most important lessons that you've learned? Well, I think the most important benefit and lesson that you could ever learn in any business that you're in is always be honest. That's paramount. Our motto uh, is actually twofold. Uh, one is that uh, I never want my clients to hear from somebody else what I should have told them. And we always tell them, and we're very factual about this, we're always cheap on your behalf. And what I mean by that is that we... I know we're on tape, but I'm going to go on a record anyway and say, we don't trust any of them that we deal with. So we simply go out and we shop and make sure that we're getting the quote unquote best deal for the client. It really, we're very agnostic as it pertains to either our investment portfolios or our pension plans or our health benefit programs. When we started off, you mentioned HSAs. Can, can you tell me what, what's an H? HSA and how was that a benefit? HSA stand for health savings accounts, but the predecessor to that was something called MSAs or medical savings accounts. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to 1997, which is when we started working with them. Uh, as we progressed into the HSA world, we were actually one of the very first firms in the United States that developed a money management investment program for your HSA contributions. Now, I didn't mention that. So the important part about HSA is there's two pieces to it. One is the health insurance portion. And 
The health insurance portion, very simply stated, is a high deductible, comes in various varieties. You can come in at 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, which means that you have to pay those upfront dollars. A lot of people kind of fall back in their chair and a bit of gas about having to pay that kind of money. But if you come to realize that you're probably going to save on a $2,000 deductible anywhere from maybe $1,500 to $2,000 in premium, you quickly understand that you are basically using your money uh, to pay those issues instead of giving it to the insurance companies when you may not ever even have a claim. So that's the health insurance side of it. The flip side of it has a, an additional incentive by the IRS for you to go into these programs. They will allow you to put a fairly significant amount away uh, into a tax deductible equivalent of an IRA account. The magic of the HSA account, now we're talking about the savings or the investment account, is the fact that not only is it tax deductible going in like an IRA and it's tax deferred like an IRA, however, it's income tax free if you withdraw those funds to pay for your out-of-pocket medical, dental, and optical expenses. So if I have a $2,000 deductible and I incur a $2,000 claim, I can take that money back on an income tax basis income tax-free basis, and keeping in mind that I already took a tax deduction for it. What we try to explain to our clients is, on a very simplified basis, if they had to spend $500 during the course of the year, which is probably a very normal number for people to handle, that means that somebody who's in a 20, 25% tax bracket is going to have to earn seven or $750 to pay $500. If they had had an HSA account and put that same amount of money into the account, got a tax deduction, it's only going to cost them $400 to do the same thing. So I think that, you know, our clients get educated and once they understand that leverage that they can obtain, uh, they're much more receptive to putting those monies away where we find that if they're not educated, it's like anything else. I don't want to spend any more money, but you're already spending it, Mr. and Mrs. Client, because you're going to the doctor, correct? So once they understand, I think it's a lot easier for them to be involved in it. Is there anything else you want to tell us that might be uh, helpful to employees and employers? Well, I think that from an employer's perspective, they have to do the things that we already spoke about, but they are involved with any kind of pension plan. They need to educate their employees. Ostensibly, for the most part, I do believe that employers who start pension plans, they do them self-servingly, but they also know that it's an incentive for their valued employees. And the most important thing they can do is to find somebody who's going to educate those employees, prod them along, try to assist them in making larger and better contributions, especially if the employer is making a match. I think the employees essentially disregard that because the first thing that hits their mind is, I can't afford to put anything in. And it's a shame because a lot of employers will put in three, four, five, six percent of whatever you put in, and that's a big number. So I think that's a, a very, very big help for them to be able to find a way to retain their good employees. And that's really what it's all about. It's very, very difficult to recruit people. It's very difficult to uh, retain people. One of the things my father told me many years ago, he said, son, if you ever decide that you want to go into business for yourself, Make sure you hire relatives. And I said, Father, why is that? He said, because that way you always know who stole from you. 
So it was, <laughs> it was rather sage advice. And that's another reason why you want to provide incentives and stay close to your employees. Wise advice indeed. So, you know, Mike, I, I really greatly appreciate your time. And if someone wants to reach out to you, they have questions or they want your help, how can they reach you? Well, uh, they can go to our website or they can call us directly. Uh, our website is K-I-R-W-A-N, KerwinBenefits.com. My uh, office number is 215-497-9777. And I'll even be as liberal as handing out my cell phone number because that's today's world anyway. And I'm more than happy to speak to anybody at any time. Uh, it's 215-666-1996. Uh, we don't refuse any calls. We're more than happy to help. There's no charge for calling. And it, to the extent that there's ever any charges with any of the services that we deal with, we're very upfront. And I've always told my clients that you know, whatever the cost is going to be, I'm going to tell you right up front because we are going to agree to agree or we're going to agree to disagree but we're not going to fight about it and we're going to find out today. So they'll never be surprised about what's going to happen. All right. And I know that during the pandemic, it's been very, very difficult for so many employers uh, to handle what they're doing. Everything's remote. Uh, so if we can be of any help at all uh, in light of the things that we've already spoken about this morning, please do give us a call. We're located right here in Newtown. If we can educate our folks uh, in Newtown and beyond, I'd be delighted to hear from you. And thank you very much again for the opportunity, Rodney. And I wish you well. Thank you, Mike. And thanks to everyone who's listening to the podcast. Uh, please check out our earlier episodes and stay tuned for new ones. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Newtown Business Association's Business School Podcast. You can learn more about the NBA and join the association at newtownba.org. That's www.newtownba.org.